Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about my most recent blog. It's a tune-up series where we're going to be talking about the evolution and the process of us. We are on TUS 49, which is a milestone. We're going to be at 50 next month. The whole purpose of the tune-up series is to help people get back into a better mindset or to get into a more evolved mindset, depending on where you are. Tune-up series are going to be for people who do have a strong mindset already, who now are looking for a little bit more guidance, who are looking for the next step to where to go. I find that many of the people I coach, they are just stuck at one level. They're almost like at a plateau and they're trying to figure out how to get to the next level. And the tune-up series is almost like a plateau breaker. Every single time you hit a plateau, read a tune-up series or read the tune-up series that is going to be in line with where you're struggling. So then you can say, this is how I level up. So let's get into this article right now so we can learn about the talking points that are going to help us along our way today. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and share the video and your audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals. Today, we're going to be talking about the core evolution process, the evolution, all we do, tune-up series part 49. When I was creating these tune-up series, I said, I want something that people can read that are going to help them tune them up so they can keep on fighting. Just how our car needs regular maintenance, needs oil, needs fluids, needs tire rotations, we get a tune-up on our car. But do we do tune-ups in our life? And sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's one of those things that we just kind of leave for another day. We're just like, you know what? Yes, I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm not going to do this. So tuning up is important for the mind. It's important for our life. And we do have to constantly maintenance ourselves. And if we don't maintenance ourselves, how can we expect great things in our life? How can we expect our car to run forever? If we never get the O changed or we never get new tires or rotate the tires, we need to do the work. And this is what this article is going to be talking about, the evolution and all we do, how we become great. There is a four-step process. And in this four-step process, I want people to understand that these four steps are not the only four steps and the only four processes someone has to go after. The core evolution process are going to consist of number one, mindset, two, goals, three, leadership and career, and four, relationships, personal, and parenting. Number one is mindset for simple reason. I just love mindset, and mindset is going to help us understand our goals. And our goals are going to be anything from health and fitness to having a career, which may be leadership. And then, of course, four is going to be one of those things that we all seek at some point. It doesn't have to be in the romantic sense, but in our own personal selves. How do we want to feel in our own skin? Sometimes people are just alone and they feel alone because they don't know how to be alone. There is a power in being alone, yet most people don't know how to feel that power or to find that power. So people will say, oh, I'm bored or I feel alone. And I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I felt bored or I felt alone because I'm just so ambitious, I guess is a good word to put. Because I'm just like going one after another, thing after thing. I don't have time for a moment to be bored because if I'm bored, I'm going to be doing something different. Whether I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm reading a book, I'm doing some research, I'm writing some blogs, I'm writing a book, I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing a show, whatever it is, I am doing something for my growth, for my development. Now, 
if I don't feel like personal growth and development, for example, sometimes when I'm driving, I don't like to listen to podcasts sometimes because it requires me to think and it requires me to implement a critical thinking mindset. And I might just be exhausted from the day. And I say, you know what? I'm going to put some jazz music on. And that jazz music is so cool. It's just so calming. I might put on some meditation music and I just say, okay, I'm listening to some bells or I'm listening to some water running and I get to do some self-reflection. You might listen to hip-hop music or R&B or popular music. It's all the same. It's not a waste of time because you are trying to re-energize and you do have to know how to re-energize. So you might not always be in the mindset of personal development. And the tune-up series is this reminder, the tune-up, a little bit of motivation, I guess you can say, how to evolve continuously. It doesn't have to be every single day you show up. I understand. I want you to show up every single day. It's better if you show up every single day because you create the habit. But for the people who are having a really, really hard time right now, understand that we can take this baby steps at a time. Recently, I had a person on the podcast. She was gun-ho, gun-ho about seven days a week you train. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, there's nothing wrong with seven days a week training. But then at the same time, the mindset of most individuals is not seven days right now. So you do have to meet people where they are. For example, and this is why teaching trumps coaching to some degree. So I'm in a great position to talk about this because if I'm a kindergarten teacher and I'm telling, all right, kids, we're going to learn pre-calculus guys are going to look at me. Well, what's pre-calculus? Well, pre-calculus is this, and I explained what pre-calculus is. And I say, okay, well, let's get to work. But yet these kids don't have any foundation of arithmetic, basic arithmetic, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. None of that is there. I'm having to teach them all of this also, which is not impossible, but it's just why would I teach them something so far beyond them instead of making it step by step by step. You're not going to go to the gym with your trainer on the first day and your trainer is going to make you run 100 miles on the treadmill. No, it doesn't work that way. We have to know that, okay, our body's at a certain place right now. Our mind is at a certain place right now. How do we get to the next step? And this is where the core evolution process follows in. Again, we're going to be talking about in order today, number one, mindset, two goals, three, leadership, four, relationships. So diving into number one, mindset. Mindset is going to be that thing that just kind of gives us what we need in order to shine, right? It gives us what we need in order to be the person we're supposed to be. Because if you have a hardship in your life, what do you do after it? Do you go home? Do you complain? Do you get some ice cream? Do you commit to what you say you're going to do? If you say you're going to go to the gym, And you're just so busy with work. You're so busy with school. Maybe your relationship is not so good and you're just like not feeling it today. What do you do? Do you just give up? You say, you know, I'm not going to do it today. It does have to be mandatory. So the mandatory mindset is going to be, well, what type of rules do you have in place? Or what type of non-negotiables do you have, which we talked about last week with David? So all of this is just, again, piecing everything together. We're trying to figure out what type of mindset do we need in order to go after our goals so we can start to live life the way we should be living. And it's all a trickle effect. We can look at some of the core things that can begin a good, strong mindset. Number one, fitness. 
I talk about it in the blog. It's not one of the core evolution processes because it is basically mindset and it is basically goals. What type of fitness goal do you want to have? What type of fitness mindset do you want to have? Do you want to be able to, you know, see 220 on the bench and say, that's easy? Or do you want to see 220 on the bench and say, I can't do that? All of this is about limiting beliefs. So mindset is going to help you get over your limiting beliefs so then you can start to reach your goals. And the thing about mindset and the thing about me focusing so much about mindset is because I was a teacher and I saw what was happening in the schools and I saw what parents were doing. I saw what teachers were doing. I saw what kids were doing to each other in their peer groups and I saw what they were doing to themselves, just a the negative self-talk. And I said, you know what? We can't have this for the long term because if we do have this for the long term, we're going to have a lot of broken people and we're going to have a lot of problems. And sure enough, when I was a teacher in 2009 over there, you can do the math. Most of those kids now are already now out of school and they're living the real world. What type of problems do we have in the world today? Turn on the news. You will see. We have all of our LGBT stuff. And I'm not saying that you can't be, but how is bringing a lot of angst and there's a lot of issues because there's a lot of infighting and there's a lot of outfighting too, where people are just blatantly like attacking these people. We have a lot of culture war with blacks and whites or blacks and Asians and BLM. And I mean, all of this stuff is stemming from a weak mindset. So there's people who are evil. We're not going to say their names or anything. These people will exploit a weak mindset because it's going to benefit them in some way. Because they might say, oh, there's a lot of people hurting people. How can I make a profit off this? Well, they're hurting people by throwing rocks. Well, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a bunch of rocks. I'm going to buy some stocks and rocks. And when people start using rocks to hurt people, I'm going to get some money. But I'm going to make sure I make people aware that they don't like a certain race, a certain culture, and that they are oppressed and that they're unhappy. Oh, great. People need more rocks. The rocks are selling off the shelf. You can't keep rocks in stock. This is just an example because the rocks are a figurative thing. It's all mentality. Our mind can be like a balloon and it could be flying high and being successful and seeing great views. It could be rock and sink to the bottom of the river. Who are you? What is your mindset? Is it something that's buoyant, boisterous, or is it something that's sunken, depleted? And I want people to have a strong mindset. So I saw what was happening and I said, there's no way for me to do this in the schools by myself. It would be almost nearly impossible to make the impact that I wanted to do in the school. I remember I was talking to a mentor of mine and I was talking to him about this same situation of mindset. He says, you made the right choice because it's more difficult to change what's going on on the inside than on the outside. Because if the government is corrupt, for example, it's going to be more difficult to change it on the inside rather than the people just saying, you know what, I'm sick and tired of your BS government. You need to change. From the outside, we change. That's basically what's happening where most people, most parents are seeing what's happening in the system and they're saying, you know what, I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to let my voice be heard. And it's only a matter of time before that pressure hits them. However, just because the pressure hits them, they finally have to make some adjustments. It doesn't mean that the adjustments they're going to make are going to still be beneficial, number one, going to be effective, number two, and then three, be immediate. So that means for the next foreseeable 50 years, my lifespan probably, 
I'm going to be working on mindset because it's going to be one of those problems. I have a forever job. Children are growing up with such a bad hand right now, but it doesn't mean that they can't win. How can we help them win? I'm fixing the broken adults that came out of the school system, and I'm doing my best to make sure that the kids that are in the school system right now are going to be able to find a better, stronger mindset that are going to help them with number two, which is reaching their goals. When it comes to your goals, your goal can be whatever you want. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, that's a goal. You want to be a dad that works and provides and protects your family, that's a goal. You want to be a certain types of sports player, make millions and billions of dollars, that's a goal. You want to create something that's going to be life-changing and affect everyone in the world, that's a goal. Just because there's big goals and little goals, it doesn't mean that a goal should be belittled. For example, I want to walk a mile in 20 minutes, whatever it be, right? 30 minutes. Your goal can be whatever number you want. Maybe you say, I just want to have a goal of walking a mile a day or every month I want to walk on the weekends. We give ourselves a goal that that goal is just going to be something we commit to. It could be fitness. It can be work. It could be relationships. It could be personal development. Whatever your goal is, understand how to get it. And in the blog, I do talk about your different types of goals and how you have to understand your goals, how to set your goals up, and then how to maintain that direction toward that goal. Because people will give themselves a goal like, okay, I have a New Year's resolution. This is my goal. And they start, but they don't finish. They will give themselves a goal, an ambition. They have a really good ambition, a good reason. And they say, well, this is my reason. It's a very good reason but yet they don't keep up with it. Why don't they keep up with it? And number one reason why people don't keep up with their goals is because they get busy with other things. They have work, they have school, they have kids maybe. Regardless of the excuse, we need to ensure that our goals are not just something that are going to be passive or things that are just going to be non-essential. So your goals have to be essential. They just have to be something you go after and you do have to have a strong mindset. So Looking at those two, right? So for most people, fitness is going to be a really good foundation for people, health and fitness, because it's going to teach you discipline, it's going to teach you confidence. And having a strong mindset built on discipline and confidence are going to help you reach your goals because now you are disciplined and you're confident. And of course, you do have to be ambitious and you do have to be resilient. So goals, there's a lot to it. But again, having a strong mindset and that strong mindset is going to encompass everything that happens typically when you are in shape. I encourage people to get in shape. However, if fitness is not one of those things that is for you, you don't necessarily need it in order to get a strong mindset. But I will tell you, after you get a strong mindset, you will become fit because it's just a natural thing that the brain does. It's just like, wait, what am I doing? I'm not doing this. It's just easier when you have a strong body that is going to be the vessel that has the energy it needs and the enthusiasm it needs to get to the goals that it wants to get to. Then we get into number three, which is going to be leadership. Now, leadership is going to be different faceted because a leader can be a person who is a CEO of a company. A leader can be a top player on a sports team. A leader can be a person in a relationship. A leader can be just you allowing yourself to have the mindset of a leader. Now, what is the mindset of a leader? Again, it stems all into mindset, but there are some subtle differences. 
Yes, you want to be confident. Yes, you want to be courageous. Yes, you want to be kind. Yes, you want to be flexible. All of these things are going to be good for a leader. And as it is with mindset, all of those things will be good for mindset too, as I said. But when it comes to leadership, you have to take a higher responsibility. It's almost like if you want to show someone what to do, you have to be adept at that thing you're showing that person, at least to some degree. When you're a teacher, you just have to be one lesson plan or at least a week lesson plan maybe ahead of the students so you know what to teach them, what's next, and then of course answering any questions that can come up from a mind that is just thinking forward, critical thinking. So if you're always just one lesson ahead, you might not be able to answer any questions or every question, but if you are a week ahead or a month ahead or a year ahead, you're going to be able to answer all the questions that you can ever get as a teacher. It was something that I was worrying about when I became a teacher because yes, you go to school and you're like, okay, I'm going to be leading these children, right? Basically, I'm the leader. I'm going to be leading these students and I need to make sure that I'm going to give them the best education possible. How can I be the most effective leader possible? Not that I was just one step ahead, it was multiple steps, but that right there helped me gain an understanding of what a leader was. A leader is always one step ahead of the pact. However, there are times when a leader is going to stay back. There is a concept, right? Leaders eat last. If I'm climbing a mountain and I want to make sure that everyone else is climbing the mountain and no one gets left behind, I might not be always up front facing the harsh winds and leading the pack. I might not always be that. I might be the person at the end, like the shepherd, making sure that no one is left behind and everyone is making it to the top. What type of leader do you see yourself as? Do you see yourself as a leader who is in front or do you see yourself as a leader who's in back? There is a different mindset between the two. You can be flexible and you can be the type of leader that does both, but I find the most effective leaders know which one they want to do and that's how they implement their style. I prefer the hybrid version of it, but in reality, I'm actually the person who's up front and I'm leading the way and people are following me and I'm helping people up to my level and then I'm taking that step ahead. Yes, I can be back and I can be passive. I have tried that for many years as a teacher and it's called pragmatic type teaching. You could be a pragmatic type of learner or a pragmatic teacher and the kids will learn, the people around you will grow. But what I have found when it comes to adults, being pragmatic is sometimes not the best approach. It will work with children, but it doesn't work with adults. So you do have to be that leader. You do have to be the example. You have to walk the walk and talk the talk. Otherwise, they're not going to listen to you. Being a leader in that regard for adults is different than being a leader for the kids. So parents, you will make a great leader in the back. And this is where we're going to number four, relationships. Parenting is one of those great things that I think people don't realize exists in this world. People who want to go off and live their life and get a career first and have a family later don't understand the true pleasure of family. They think, oh, I'm going to be happy with this Louis Vuitton. I'm going to be happy when I make millions of dollars. I'm going to be happy when I have all of these houses and all of these things. And I'm not saying that your life is not going to be easier because you have all of these resources. I'm just talking about happiness. 
because everyone's trying to reach happiness, right? Everyone thinks that happiness is so important in your relationship. Heck, people will get a divorce because they don't feel happy in their relationship. Well, why don't you feel happy? Because your happiness is not dependent on the other person. I have spoken about this before. Your happiness is dependent on your mindset. So for the people who are just like going after happiness as something as a job or a career or materialistic good, because the world itself just has so much intrinsic happiness and joy within it. And as long as we go through the process of it, then we can say, oh, this feels good. So regardless of like the happiness, right? Because people will put off their happiness for whatever reason it may be. I encourage people to understand that in your relationship, whether it be personal or with a partner, happiness should be something that you do alone. Yes, your partner embellishes it, your kids embellish your happiness. But if you are not in a healthy, positive mind state, your happiness is not going to matter because you're going to do things that you think make you happy, but then you're just going to find that you're unhappy still. So we do have to understand what happiness is in the sense of relationships. But relationships are going to be important because the relationships that we keep are going to be the factors and if we evolve or the factors and if we stay stagnant. We are the product of the closest people we keep around us. So if we have strong, positive people, we're going to be strong and positive. If we have wealthy-minded individuals who are ambitious, we are most likely going to follow suit. But if you have people who are just stuck, negative, antisocial, you're going to turn out to be the same way too. You can be the difference. But again, you just want to put yourself in the best possible situation. I would rather have you in a better situation than just in any situation. So relationships are about understanding where you want to be and then understanding who you have around you. Just because you do something for you, it doesn't mean it is for you. Because if you are a parent, for example, you might say, I'm going to work nine to five because I love my job. Yet there is an aspect of I'm going to my job because I love it, but then also I love money so I can take care of my family. There's just so much to relationship. And I mean, we have so many episodes on relationship and I do go into more detail in relationships because it is a lengthy area. I want people to definitely read this because it is going to help you with what important aspects of a relationship are, whether they be family, friends, or just finding your purpose. All of these steps right here that we talked about, number one, mindset, two, goals, three, leadership, four, relationships, personal, and parenting, all of these are going to be important. We've been talking about parenting so much for the past couple of episodes and the same thing in here in relationships just having the best relationship possible. What type of leader do you want to be for them? What type of goals do you want to set for yourself? Because the goals that you set for yourself are going to be what they see you accomplish in your mindset. It's just going to be something that emanates throughout your day. So as we begin to wrap up the core evolution process, one last time, mindset, goals, leadership, relationships, no order, And you can always add more. I understand that there can be so many more. For example, a core evolution process for you might be fitness. It might be love. It might be learning about your emotions, right? Depending on where you are mentally, depending on what you have learned, your process might be different. But what I can tell you is that these four steps right here or these four areas are going to be your core. And basically is why I called it that. 
the core evolution process, right? Mindset, goals, leadership, and relationships. All of these are going to be important for you. Now, the leadership aspect is also the career aspect. So if you don't want to be a leader in your own right, understand that in your career, to some degree, you are going to have leaders around you, whether it be management, supervisor, CEO, understand what type of leader you want to follow. Because there's going to be people who don't want to be leaders of people. There's nothing wrong with that because you still can live in abundance with a paycheck and a salary. However, it is more difficult to get there because the mindset is just stuck. This is a safe, comfortable spot for me. I'm getting a weekly paycheck and that's going to be dangerous for the mindset. So there's going to be people who say a salary is going to be terrible for you. People who say a paycheck is going to be terrible for you. And to that, I say, I agree. It does stop a lot of people from achieving more in their life because they have that safety net. They live in that comfort. Leadership is going to be multifaceted again. And I want people to understand that your experience in these areas is going to be unique. And I encourage you to work with a coach, to work with a mentor, to get someone who can help you through this process. Because if you do it by yourself, you're going to keep doing the things that you have always been doing. And then you're going to wonder why you're not successful. So I encourage everyone to check out RevanConcepts.com, get yourself some mindset coaching, and to identify your goals and to get the life that you're looking for, whether it be helping your children, getting a better career, health and fitness, relationships, or just figuring out how we can help you achieve more in your life. In closing, everyone, TUS Part 49 is going to be talking about the evolution process of who we are, our mindset. As I said, our mindset is always going to be changing. How we thought in our teens is going to be different than how we think in our 20s and how we think in our 30s and 40s and so on. We do have to understand that mindset can be a moment. Mindset might be temporary. Mindset can be something that's always changing. But we do have to understand when it changes and why it changes. Because when you are just a high school student, you have high school student responsibilities. If you're a college student, same thing. If you are a parent, it's a different thing, right? So it's always evolving, especially if you put some different facets into it. Now you are a business owner, maybe. Now you have more responsibility. What type of mindset do you need to have? And as you know, everything is going to evolve if you have more responsibilities. If you have life-altering circumstances and changes, all of that is going to be what you have to focus on. So the mindset is going to change. The mindset is going to evolve whether you like it or not. And if it doesn't evolve, it's probably going to deteriorate and you're probably not going to be happy where you are. So we do look for happiness. We do look for growth. We do look for personal development to some degree. And we do have to know how to get there. I encourage everyone to check out RevanConcepts.com again, get yourself some coaching, get yourself into the mindset you need in order to evolve. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me session at gmail.com and I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching a Session. Until then, everyone take care.